Welcome back to Two Men On Radio Row. I, of course, am Fred Slow alongside me, Van Nunley. And for, I guess, three years in a row now, Van? Three years in a row? Joining us on the program, Lee Steinberg. Lee, welcome, my friend. How are you? 40-plus years in the career, you've represented some crazy number, 300 athletes, something nuts like that, right? Well, in football, I've done 64 first-round draft picks. In that while? Wow. And eight of them were the very first pick in the first round, and... Twelve of our retired players are in the Hall of Fame. Way to go. Let's go. We Obviously, we're here talking about the Super Bowl. We're here having a lot of fun doing that. But today is also the NBA trade deadline. How wild is, like, your cell phone on the NBA trade deadline? It's wild. Um, basically, though, you, you need to be monitoring what's happening with players very early on and be ahead of the whole curve. And if you'd like anything to do with uh, uh, getting the right team to take a player, then uh, uh, then you better be uh, leading the process, not just waiting till it happens. So, like, what what kind of a designation do you have on where the player goes? Like, you're representing the the player. It's the trade deadline, and you're like, no, 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 no. He hates Memphis. He ain't going to Memphis. So with a free agent, you would sit and anybody and use your listening skills. So you want to see what's most critical to that player. Is it geographical location, being on a winning team? Is it just the economics? Is it um, family? What? And so you understand what their priorities are. And then you take a look at the teams and check them off against priority. Um, and then it depends if your contract has uh, if your contract has no trade or trade designation, uh, but you can always do things behind the scenes to make sure that a player and uh, a franchise are a happy fit. If a guy gets traded, let's say a guy gets traded from whatever team he's playing in, whatever city, and he gets traded back to his hometown somehow, he ends up with all the distraction you successfully got him away from for years. How much more intense does that make your job with ticket requests and accommodations and appearances? Well, you know, Thomas Wolfe wrote a novel about going home again. Yeah. Really, the pressure on a, a player in his hometown, there's no escape. Sure. There's, uh, I mean, you're living with, um, you go to 7-Eleven, you go to, I remember with Troy Aikman, um, who had grown up in Oklahoma, we used to go to movies, but we'd go in after the lights went down. Sure. Or he'd go shopping, but we'd go at midnight. <laughs> so he could actually make it through the aisles. But you've represented all types of players and all the sports but there's a new sport coming up in town, eSports. Like the guys who used to be stuck in the basement, couldn't get a girlfriend, now these eSports guys, they're rock stars making millions of dollars. Well, remember, it started with tech. So the uh, uh, the guy who was picked on by the jocks in high school <laughs> yeah. is now the <laughs> billionaire tech person. But we're having at the Super Bowl party on Saturday a competition for eSports. Yeah. So we're trying to introduce the concept that these are also athletes. It's the reaction time and quickness and a whole bunch of things. It embodies a certain number of athletic skills. And we're having a team from Michigan play Michigan State. 
Um, so oh, that's the sweet. two college teams will play. So we're trying to give a platform for it. So you mentioned the Super Bowl party, legendary party. It's the must thing to do every time you go to the Super Bowl. But it's not just about a party. It's not about mingling and marketing. It's more than that because you have a lot of uh, things you advocate for, a lot of awareness, especially brain health with athletes. So we're doing a, a concussion seminar for about the 30th time, which speaks to the issue of uh, prevention, awareness, and cure. And for the first time, there's actually modalities that can cure a concussed brain through the concept of neuroplasticity. So it's sort of exciting because before this, the presumption always been it gets worse but not better. And now we can change it. And uh, uh, we're raising money for Special Olympics. Love that. We have a brain body lounge with uh, hyperbaric oxygen and stem cells and and uh, so it is long as it's a party and fun but it also has platforms for exposure three-time friend of the show lee steimer joining us you don't just know him from our entertainment though obviously the the film jerry Maguire, obviously uh consultant on any given sunday obviously my favorite sports movie of all time lee and i need your help convincing van of this for love of the game for love of the game is the best sports movie <laughs> ever made and van doesn't believe me so um the interesting thing about that film where I was technical advisor is that it Kevin Costner did his own pitching. So, Hear that, Van? Hear uh-huh. that? Yeah, okay. Uh, so normally you think of an athlete being doubled in those scenes, you know, by someone with true athletic skill. He actually did all the pitching. He threw his arm out. Hmm. I, I can't believe the sheer audacity. Hey, that ben, hold, do me one. Hey, Marie, take Van way down. Sorry for all the confusion. Yeah, and bring Lee up a little bit. He's all the way up. That's perfect. Thank you. Keep going. Yeah, the sheer audacity for people to make baseball movies that aren't starring Kevin Costner. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this one uh, did, so it also had Kelly Preston and John Riley and uh, and that uh, fellow who plays the father and Brian Cox in Succession. A world of talent. I love John C. Riley. Yeah. Kevin Costner, you can throw a ball real fast, man. (laughs) I got my glove. It still hurt my palm. (laughs) Lee Steiberg joining us. We're having a lot of fun on the program with he talking about, obviously, uh, your history with with athletes and and Pat Mahomes, right? Like Patrick Mahomes is a guy, obviously, a professional relationship with, personal relationship with, and his success to start his career. Have you ever seen a better arc to start a career ever? No. When people ask, did we know he'd be this good? Yeah. Uh, the answer is we knew he'd be this good, but not this fast. And for him to go out in his very first year of starting and win the MVP, right? Um, that. That's unprecedented. I mean, this run that the Chiefs are on are historic. Like, people talking about chasing Brady. And, you know, it takes so much for – because a win in football, is it's a, it's a team win. Well, that's but the, you know the most important player is the guy who's throwing that ball around. So, it is really difficult to win or ever get to the postseason without a franchise quarterback. Sure. And let's define that as someone you can build around for 10 to 12 years, someone you can win because of uh, rather than with, and um, someone who in critical 
adversity, throwing a couple interceptions, crowd is booing, the um, uh, game's getting out of hand. What does he do then? What does he do at that point? Can he elevate his level of play and take a team down fourth quarter, last drive, um, and, th and that's it. And that player <clears throat> will go into the celebrity-making machine Yep. At the end of the game, it'll be early morning talk show, late night talk show, People Magazine, Us, and becomes a household name. So for years, it was iconic. You win the Super Bowl, and they ask you what you're doing next, and you say, I'm going to Disney World. That was the move. Van and I have speculated, <coughs> you win the big game this year, they ask you what you're doing next, and they say, we're going down to the Mandalay Bay Sports Book. <laughs> <laughs> Lee, what is that what is that big iconic moment similar to the one that I'm going to Disney World is now? What is that next thing? Um it's funny, Steve Young told me that when he did the parade, he heard a little kid say, Oh, there's Goofy, who's that funny looking guy next to him? That's that so Steve. funny. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> uh, <clears throat> but um Oh, now it would be something on social media. It would have to be, right? Yeah. yeah. It, would, it would be the, you know. If I mean a Fortnite concert or something exa weird. Or that. Exactly. The, uh, I think I ask you this question every year, and if I don't, um, ex I, I feel bad that I haven't. Where do you often have your first sit-downs with a guy? Where do you often uh, give your first, if, if it's professional pitch or personal pitch or whatever, does that happen in living rooms? Does that happen in coffee shops? Do you put them on a private jet so they can't get away? How do you do it? I haven't thought of that last one, but, <laughs> <laughs> but it's promising. Um, I think that uh, it's usually with the parents, and it's usually it could be in their home or yeah. it could be at a restaurant, but it's got to be some place quiet. And that's where you have to use your listening skills and draw out another human being. I'm looking for role models that will retrace their roots and yeah. set up a high school scholarship fund, a charitable foundation at the pro level. So I'm looking for a unique type of young person. You can start to tell because of the parents. Um, and normally the parents will do all the interviewing until a certain point. Las Vegas. Was never going to happen, right? <laughs> right. The Berlin Wall between sports and gambling was never going to allow a professional sports team in Las Vegas. And now you can go upstairs in the Washington Commanders uh, Stadium to the snack bar and place a bet. Right. It's, I've never seen this complete... Um, uh, uh, distance between sports and gambling give way to what we have now. I mean, apologies to Phoenix and Houston and New Orleans and Miami, all these great, historic, beautiful American cities. Vegas is built for the Super Bowl. It is. It's absolutely. The first question is, do you have enough hotel rooms? Sure. And in, in Jacksonville, people. in Jacksonville, we had to stay on a cruise ship <laughs> because they didn't have enough hotel rooms. So this city is perfect for it. And um, the thought that you would have a team like the Golden Knights, can you imagine selling in the middle of a desert? The concept of ice hockey. Sure. And it, it went. And and then they've got, uh, of course, they have their football team. And uh, and 
the A's want to come here, and it will be NBA soon. So to go from no association with gambling to having league's own part or team's own part of FanDuel or DraftKings is unbelievable. Lee, it's a hoot every time. Thank you for this. Uh, Whenever we sit down and we we tell these stories and get this insight from you, it's so unique from any other interview we have. So it means a lot to us and our listeners appreciate it. Uh, One final message from you, though, please, uh, where where people can support the causes you're helping and and where people can get excited about the things you're doing. Well, um, uh, they can go to steinbergspeaks.com. Okay. And, uh, or Lee at steinbergspeaks.com or Alex, and uh, they can, we're all just trying to make a positive difference in the world yeah. and try to make the world a little bit nicer. Well, and, you know, I think a lot of our listeners, they know the flashy part of your life. They know all these things. Uh, Van and I are aware of some of the struggles you've had. You know, we've had similar struggles in our lives. And, and for you to be where you currently are using your platform to help others is, uh, is an aspiration I think we both greatly have. So thank you so much, my man. My pleasure. Thanks, Thanks Lee. Thank you so much, brother. Whenever we get back, more from Radio Row. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal.